I'm Timothy Zahn, author of Thrawn, and you're listening to the Escape Podcast. This episode was recorded in front of a live studio audience. One is a Grand Arena specialist from the UK. The other is a territory battle tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast. I think you said coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast. I think I can hear an echo. Well, you just don't hear an echo, but he did hit the hollow tables this week. Actually, you know what, Neil? I'm not sure I can properly do this week. I, I don't I don't sound right. Oh, uh, uh, that is right. Uh, uh, you had some quite major dental surgery, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to tap somebody in to fill in for me this week. I hope you understand. As long as they have the chops to do it. Sad. Hello there, gentlemen. Oh, God, not him. What's wrong with Dad? Yeah, what's wrong with me? I'd rather co-host with Ryan Johnson. Well, he and Gina were not available, so you get that. Come on, Neil. I'm sure it won't be that bad. Well, uh, at least during the pre-recorded incoming transmission, I don't have to deal with him. Neil and I sat down with 8-Bit Dynasty to talk about all his amazing projects. And we talked about the future of his influence on the community as well. And a new episode of Hellion the New premieres this week. And in the fourth segment, maybe all three of us can do a Patreon's choice. We'll have to see if I can do that. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Going Nerdy Podcast. <clears throat> Neil, you have something in your throat. <clears throat> oh, oh, sorry. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod cast i'm your host neil andrea and as always i am joined by my correction correction it's not my, you're not my hetero life partner uh not okay. yet not with that and, attitude. and today i am joined by paul substitute going nerdy it's thaddeus from going nerdy thad how you doing I'm doing great, and I will say I'm going to be a poor substitute for Paul because no one can replace the man himself. But I'm going to do my best. You're gonna, you're gonna do your best, are you? Yes. And uh, uh, how, how good is your best? Show, be? or you're gonna do your best to replace me. Uh, in the show, I don't think. Like I said, man, no one can replace you. Well, it's going to be an interesting one, anyway. That's for sure. Um, uh, Thaddeus doesn't understand simple instructions. So as you can see, we're not in the cockpit of the millennial fulcrum um it needed very very uh it's in the shop basically it's in the shop so uh, you know we're in our respective rooms because the ship needs repairs um i don't know uh 
when we'll get it back. Probably next week. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get the uh, the ship back next yeah. week. But there's there's no telling how long it's going to be before we get the uh, the ship back. So can uh, I hope? Can I feel... tell them what happened to the ship? You can tell them what happened to the ship. So, yeah, go ahead. When I was boarding the ship to to you know present tonight with with Paul and and the Nev, um, I accidentally triggered a a pod like an escape pod like it just shot out but we were in a parking bay and it hit the wall and bounced right back and it kind of dented a hole in the side so we couldn't actually fly it out it was i feel really bad yeah it's uh, all it's all thaddeus's fault that the uh, the millennial yeah. fulcrum is in the shop yeah but, uh, um we uh, we are going to get on with the uh uh, we're all going to get on with the show. So let's get on with the show. Um, right. Okay. So, my God, we did actually have quite a lot happen. Yeah. Quite a lot happened. Quite a lot happened this week. Um, we had uh, uh, we had a new character. We got Echo. We had the update for the newbies, all the, uh, mm. the early game content, and we had a big-ass update um, regarding yes. the, uh, the regular game and some really, really nice-looking user interface tweaks so yeah. uh, uh i i think we'll start off with the uh <clears throat> echo kit and insights because uh, i know you're a big big old you're a big old fan aren't you i am i i actually am really excited for this and i'm very curious to know how the bad batch team is going to handle the rancor the early rancor and on my on my base new team, I'm I'm really excited to like eventually farm him them, so that I can get all that turn meter. Um, I was shocked though that we ended up with Echo and not Crosshair. Ah yes, don't let let's let's not let's not talk about I'm, why no, it's I Echo won't. and it's not Crosshair. Yeah, I won't. But but I'm I'm excited to see him. I think his kit looks pretty awesome. Uh, light side trooper obviously a new addition to the clones um tons of heels uh it looks like he's kind of feeling up a garbage can in one of the scenes uh i don't know i really like it yeah no well, i mean i've been i everybody's like oh echo's gonna be like a legendary or special and i'm like, no no they're just gonna give the bad batch as marquees so you know i called it nailed it got it right you, I think you were. I mean, you were you were dead on, and we we talked about this on you know when we were doing our my GAC a lot actually. That I and I felt like a hundred percent the Echo would be one of our legendary characters, and yeah, I said no, no, not. no you're wrong, and I'm right, and I was proven. You know, Nevtradamus, yeah, was proven right again. So uh, let's have a look at the kit and the insights. So uh, let's have a look at the insights. We'll go over that first. So, hi, okay. Hollow Table heroes. Echo of Clone Force 99 has joined the Hollow Tables. Echo started off as a clone trooper that liked to stick to the rules and do things by the book. He earned his nickname by compulsively repeating his orders and regulations, but was captured in a daring raid on the Citadel and thought to be lost forever. His comrade and commanding officer Captain Rex never had any doubt that he would survive and later found Echo captured and modified by the Separatists to provide clone battle strategies to the droid army. Once Echo was rescued from this terrible fate, 
His knowledge of the Separatist forces helped his squad stay one step ahead. His special ability, one step ahead, weakens his enemies and increases the target enemy's cooldowns by one. If he also targets a bad batch ally. After recovering from his ordeal, Echo was no longer the clone trooper he used to be and joined the ranks of the Bad Batch as a trusted and unique member of Clone Force 99. Um, obviously available marquee, live now. Hey, hang on a minute. No, it's not live anymore, is it? No, it's, no, it's well, not. No, it's not live no, anymore. It's not live anymore. It was a short one. Sh yeah. short, short and sweet. So, uh, yeah. yeah, the basics, Echo supports the Bar Batch squad by distributing buffs to allies and preventing the enemy squad from gaining buffs. His special one step ahead inflicts buff immunity on the target enemy for two turns, which can't be dispelled. If he targets a Bar Batch ally to dispel all debuffs and call them to assist, Echo can disrupt the enemy's squad plans with his special Never Any Doubt, which dispels all buffs on all enemies and inflicts days and healing immunity for two turns. That is a sweet, sweet power. Um, yeah. Just instant, in, just instant debuffs. Um, I'll be interested to see how that's going to, I mean, that is, it, it's going to screw people. It's going to screw those teams over um, with the mass assists. So, you know, your separatists, mm -hmm. um, your CLS teams, uh, your, your geos, the geos for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and then Echo also provides the squad with some survivability with his unique One That Survive, which provides Clone Trooper 4% health and protection whenever they gain or lose a buff from a Bad Batch ally's ability. And it's doubled for... These guys are constantly giving themselves buffs, though. So, yeah. you know, they are constantly going to be getting 4% health and protection back. Yeah. Constantly. Um, These four are, are just buffing themselves silly. Mm-hmm. Just tons of buffs. Tons of buffs, yes. Yes. So uh, we'll, I'll quickly cover the inspiration. There is no doubt that this version of Echo is a far cry from the 501st version. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's missing an arm. Yeah, he's, he's got he's, a he's, flathead. He's, he's got no arm. <laughs> yeah. He's had his arm chopped off. Um, Your arm's <laughs> off? No, it's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound, clearly. <laughs> Um, this allowed us a clean slate to create all new thematic abilities for the unit. We wanted this Echo to look and feel like a completely new unit with cybernetic body parts and a completely different kit to CT210408 Echo. Echo's story is quite extraordinary and we pulled the abilities names right out of moments from the show, such as Commander X never having any doubt that Echo was still alive and out there. The animations for his special, never any doubt, references when Echo plugs into the command console to disrupt the Separatist droid's plans. He has a scomp link for an arm, so of course we're going to plug him into something. Uh, yeah, we won't go over the strategy, we won't go over the overall tips, but uh, yeah, let's let's uh, move on over to the um, uh, the kit, yeah, shall we, Thad? Sure. You got, have you got that up in front of you? Yeah, I do, I do. So Okay, start uh, off on the kit reveal then, mate. All right, Give so the kit, lowdown. kit reveal, unit name, Echo, light side, he is a support, bad batch, clone trooper, Galactic Republic character, loyal clone trooper who supports his allies in battle, and boy, does he ever. Uh, basic attack, daring defense, deals physical damage to target enemy, 
grants defense up and evasion up for two turns to the weakest clone trooper ally who doesn't have them. So theoretically, he's giving them to all of them, right? As long as they have them, right? Uh, one step ahead has a cooldown of three. Uh, inflicts buff immunity on target enemy for two turns. Inflicts and expose on all enemies for two turns, which Hunter is going to love. Dispel all debuffs on target other clone ally and call them to assist. If that ally was a bad batch, this buff immunity can't be dispelled. What? And Echo increases the target enemy's cooldown by one. Excludes Galactic Legends. <laughs> uh, this attack cannot be evaded. I. That's awesome. That's dope. Just the, the all attack. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Never any doubt. Cooldown of three. This is him feeling up the trash can. Clone Trooper allies gain evasion up for two turns. Dispel all other buffs on all enemies and inflict days and healing mini for two turns. For each buff dispelled, clone trooper allies gain 10% offense until the end of their next turn, and bad batch allies gave 5%, 5% turn meter. Uh, this attack can't be evaded or resisted. Um, wow. And then it continues. It says, oh no, this is the one that survives. Uh, final text reads, this is, this is his Zeta. Uh, whenever a clone trooper ally gains or loses a buff from a bad batch ally's ability, they recover 4% health and protection doubled for bad batch allies, so 8% total. Uh, whenever a bad batch ally inflicts a buff on an enemy, that debuff. enemy... Sorry, thank debuff. you. A debuff on an enemy. That enemy loses 8% protection. If that enemy had less than 50% protection and more than 50% health, they also lose 8% health. This effect excludes raid boss bosses and galactic legends. Oh, which is... oh that's just, that's, oh, think, think, think about this, right? So, so you, you've got your bad batch team, right? Mm -hmm. It's on defense for GAC or for territory wars, and someone goes in and thinks, "Oh, look at all them buffs!" Oh, wait a minute, I've got a mass cleanse. Yeah, <laughs> and then somebody does a, you If you mass yeah. cleanse that team, it's it's they're just gonna get like all their health and protection back. Yeah, yeah. So you could like start hitting it, and you could whittle down that protection, and you could whittle down that health. And then you do a yeah. cleanse, and then all of a sudden, all their health and protection is just going to be straight back on them. Yeah. So you can't is... cleanse them. Yeah. You're going to need... This is this is why I think Treya is going to be very useful against this team. The Isolate. Um, you're going to need Rexolate, some kind of Annihilate ability to slowly take these guys out. Because mm -hmm. uh, the, the defense here is... It's ridiculous. It's right? not. It's not a quick. There's no. I can't. I mean, I can't see there. I can't think of a quick fix. I, I genuinely can't think of a quick fix. I mean, obviously, there's a Darth Revan. There's a. You know, you could you could hit it with the uh, Sith Empire, but you yeah. don't really want to be wasting your Sith Empire on a team like Bad like Batch. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. It's it's not an eighty. You know, well, uh, it, it, it's a, you know, it's a B minus C plus team at best, but it's still going to be one of those. Um, I, I can see this as one of those ban teams. You know, it's going to get beat, but it's going to strip so many banners before you beat them. Oh, yeah. 
And that's oh, why yeah. I, th I, I, I think this is genuinely going to be one of those good teams on defense for GAC, like a, like a BAM team. Yes, it's yeah. going to get beat. Yes, it's going to get one shot, but you ain't getting 60. There ain't no, no. no way, there's just no way that you are going to score a 60 against this team. It's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Rusty Jason in the in the chat actually points out that this would be a great defensive wall on the back wall of a territory war. Um and like and if you think about that you're using all of some so much of your uh great defense or your great attackers those those first rows. Mm -hmm. If if you have this you have a whole line of the bad batch on that back wall I that could that could absolutely devastate of of guild I mean, in, in territory war, I think, um, I think he's dead on, but yeah, like, absolutely. This is, this is awesome. I'm really excited. Now I, I didn't get a chance to watch it a lot. Um, but Arnold did, a, did part of his, his, uh, test account and it looks like it's going to be awesome. Just completely geared out, maxed out. He's going to be a solid character and the bad batch I think are going to be a fun team to play mm -hmm. for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, but not, they're not going to be cheap. Oh no. They, they, they are not going to be cheap. I mean, I, I'd love to have them, but I'm just not going to bother with them because they're just yeah. too expensive. They're way too expensive. They need way too many Kairos. They're going to mm -hmm. need, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the the fact that you've got to put so many Kairos on them, um, and they need so much gear, is mm -hmm. is you know that's relayed into you know their kit and their abilities and their strength and their power and all of that, and and that's all yeah. well and good. But for a B minus C plus team, that's just way too much kit. It is cheaper yeah. to gear up a B plus team or an A minus team than this. Um, and while I do recognize that this team is going to be boss as hell in Lightside oh. GOTB, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> this team is going to wreck. It really, really is going to wreck in Lightside GOTB. I mean, think about it. If if you go, if you if you if you take this team in to Lightside GOTB up against um, you know anything with a B two in it. Yeah, and he cancels out all those buffs. Every single time the B2 goes and cleanses every one of their buffs, they're instantly getting health and protection back. So if you're going in with a Bad Batch team into Lightside GOTB, oof, yeah. Awesome. Um, uh, so, no. uh, yes, yes, Paul. Yes, Paul, I have seen. Yes, there is breaking news. There is breaking, breaking news. Do you want me to go ahead and read this, Nev? Um, you can go ahead and read it, yeah. All right, so... Just out from uh, from SB Crumb, this is an update on early game experience issues. So, hi, Hall Table Heroes. Earlier this week, a small number of players were set to account level one and were unable to access many features or log into the game at all at all due to an issue with the update to the early game experience. This was an exceptionally bad experience giving the number of special events that were running to celebrate May the 4th, in addition to the usual events such as Grand Arena, Territory Battles, and just everything, right? We deeply apologize and thank these players for their patience while we worked through these issues. 
given these special circumstances specific circumstances thank you sir giving these specific circumstances we have put together a package to help offset these players unfortunate experience during may the 4th we will be sending the inbox below next week to the players who were affected by the account level one issue so here it oh this oh my god this is an incredible this is this is this this apology is like wow yeah now this from what i understand it didn't affect a ton of players it was like a very small percent it affected a small group of level 85 players yeah yeah so but still this is huge Ten thousand crystals a thousand pve energy a thousand cantina energy a thousand ship energy a thousand mod energy five uh 250 conquest energy 5,000 get one, 5,000 get two, uh, 25, 25, 25 razor, crest, razor crest shards, 20 Zeta mats, 10 Omega mats, and 50, 50 echo shards. There are, that's, that's awesome. Like, I know that it sucked, but that's, I think, a nice way to compensate um there are still two lingering issues some of those players had up to four of their characters reset to gear level one. Oh, and some of their mods were removed they will also be that we will also be addressing next week thank you again so, for, but yeah. by the way thad where's the three clone wars chewy shards I yeah, I, that this is, is this that is, is just an apology. This is just an apology. This is the the, the the three Clone Wars Chewy shards were part of the rewards that everybody got on May the fourth. Even if your account got reset to one, you still would have got the May the fourth um, kit. It was just yeah. being set to you know being reset to one would have totally screwed up your ability to you know do stuff in the game. Your inbox still would have been credited with the uh, the May the fourth um, fun stuff. Uh, which obviously included the uh, the three Clone Wars Chewy shots. Yeah. So so I guess that makes that makes total sense. That's mm-hmm. why they don't get it. I I gotta say that's that's pretty awesome. I think that's good on CG for for this. Now I'm curious though. Like there are a ton of a lot of in game players have been this are in game players because they're whales because they've is this going to be enough for them? I think it's nice, mm-hmm. but I wasn't affected. And so I'm, I'm curious. What do you think? Do you think this will be enough, Neil? Well, I think what we'll do is we'll go to a quick break and we'll talk about that and the, the actual early game experience update that CG has now implemented, but we'll do it right after these short messages. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hotbot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. 
Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Potawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, After Show Access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC chain gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds alongside some of our best, including Mr. Jigabachi, Dr. Zeppers, Rico1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBeads, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. Welcome to this week's Patreon leaderboard on the Escape Podcast. This segment is a tie-in to our Twitch and YouTube show, GA Center, seen on the Twitch side Tuesdays during the first three weeks of a season and Wednesdays on the final week. Hosted by Nev and Ranger from Reality Skewed Gamers. This is provided as a service to our Patreons at the Kyber Combatant level or higher. Interested in joining the board and the report? Check out patreon.com slash theescapepod for more information. Deadline for next season is June 6th. Let's check out the reports. Big Country Mags. No report for the current champ, but I can understand why. He went 2-1 for the week. Since no report, we just give the numbers. 60-83 banners, 26 battles won, 4 lost, and 0 defensive holds. D, who did file a report this week, says, Not a great week for me. Struggled in the first round, couldn't get anything going in the second round, also forgot to attack, 
and came for redemption in round three. There was no way he was taking eighth place. Bad week, hoping for a better performance in the next rounds. He went one and two with 39, 36 points, 13 up, three down, six holds. So the six holds means he's doing something right. Dr. Jojo, he reports, this was the week for gas to do work. Round one was actually Grievous getting five holds with his slacker on the back, preventing the full clear as he one-shot him, his opponent. Round two was a close back and forth as his opponent lost imps, or no, he lost imps versus Darth Revan, but his opponent lost a rain mirror against gas, uh, and also against gas, and he pulled off a 23-banner ban victory in round two. Round three, he got five holds with his gas, which took all of his opponent's good teams. He couldn't get anything else. 3-0 for JoJo. Good to say that again. Third, uh, 63-08. 27-1 on the battles with 15 held. 27 wins and 3-0 and means that JoJo also gets a triple whammy. He lost a battle, so just the whammy. Or strong, his report. Round 1 and 2, set defense, but they never attacked. Round 3, opponent couldn't... Couldn't get past my stonewall defense, and I full cleared. 3-0 for the week. One sh win shy as well of a triple crown. But not even a whammy, as they weren't all full clears. 21, no loss, no holds. The opponent in round three, I guess, decided to not even try. Hot Sauce, the creator of Hot Utils, who's included here because he's not a streamer. But check out HotUtils.com and get access to some of the best tools in the game. 3-0 for the big man. No report, 27 wins, one loss, just like Dr. JoJo, 63-20 on banners, 17 holds, 27 wins, that's a triple whammy with 3-0. Leonard McFace Punch didn't join, we'll move on. Schnarman, no report, and that's a shame because with 21 wins in his division, zero losses and two holds, he gets a triple crown by going 3-0, all one shot full clears, nice job, Schnar. Numbers, 52-29. 21 up, 0 down, 2 holds. And Sephiranus. No report. Here's the numbers. 2 and 1. 31, 18, 9 wins, 0 losses, 0 holds. I think I understand why you didn't report. Let's take a look at the board this week. We have a log jam at the top, but banners are the deciding factor for placement on the boards after the win-loss record. So Hot Sauce doing 12 banners better than Dr. Jojo at the top means... That hot sauce is your current leader. Dr. Jojo in second. <coughs> Schnarman and Four Strong hope they both trip up in third and fourth, respectively. Both, all of them, 3-0. BCM and Seth sitting in fifth and sixth with D, and then Punchy rounding out the boards. And that does it for this week's Tep CGA Center Patreon leaderboards. Stay tuned for more of the Escape Podcast right after this. Be nice to each other, damn it. The Escape Pod cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. Let's let's push on. So before I interrupted you and cut to a commercial, you were talking about um, is the uh, the error that was caused in the game by the um, the early game experience updates. Is that going to be enough? Yeah. I mean, is it is it going to be enough? Because. Like it's it's great. Like I I as a player am would love to have been given this as a mistake, but I also look at the the advancement that I was able to make as a player during the May fourth uh, double drops and everything, and I'm not sure this would have been as awesome as it is 
it wouldn't have helped me in the moment with my focus. Well, so I, think, you, I think I think I think it it would have depended on at what level your account was at. I don't think that this I don't think that this would have helped a very very high tier account. Somebody mm -hmm. that would have smashed through the hard node of conquest in like a couple of days. Yeah. Um 25 shards isn't enough. It's not. Yeah. For an account that would have got that last box, yeah. It, it, it's it's that you know so so I would argue that that wasn't enough and therefore the um the conquest currency would not have been enough um, mm. either. Uh, but as far as all of the other rewards go, I mean, yes, it's fine. But, you know, there's a lot of gear missing from there as well. There's a lot of gear missing. There's a lot of credits missing. So while I, I think that the 10K in crystals covers a lot of the stuff, I, I think that, I, to be honest with you, I think that's probably why they've just gone with a flat 10K in crystals. Because yeah. there are people at varying different degrees that um, have missed out on either Razor Crest shards or the currency here. Because there are some people that wouldn't have got 25. Yeah. There's no way. So they're looking at that going, yeah, brilliant. That was great. Yeah. Um, and then others going, no, I would have got more than that. That's not enough. But mm. at the end of the day, you, you, you can't argue with the 10,000 crystals and the 1,000 <laughs> energy all that bonus energy yeah. so i think the crystals and the energy makes up for the lack of other things um although well, i will Neil, you know I, I, yeah i i'm gonna jump in here and the amount i mean conquest is still going they have a chance so these people are getting a leg up to be able to unlock razor crest instead of possibly coming up for short if they don't perfect everything like we all, like everybody else has to. Yeah, I suppose there's that as well, yeah. There is that as well. That's a bad point. But, point, uh, yeah, I, I suppose there's definitely that as well. Uh, anyway, um, let's, well, let's, let's actually, let's move on to the post on the forum. Um, the, uh, the update that caused all this kerfuffle. <laughs> uh, which is the early game experience update. So, hi, Hollow Table Heroes. As we mentioned in the recent Road Ahead, this week's title update will be renewing the early game experience for new players. Definitely needed. This mm -hmm. rework of the early game experience impacts several different parts of the early tutorial that all players must initially play through. New early game characters and model updates. First, we are changing the starting characters for new players who enter the game. While the initial characters in the game made sense for where we were five years ago, we're excited to change these up for the characters. That should be immediately recognizable for anyone with a basic knowledge of Star Wars. See, As well as setting up new players for better success throughout Galaxy of Heroes. Most of us have fond memories of unlocking Jedi Consular. Nope. But he doesn't oh. feel particularly relevant in today's game. The only person that is for would be Finn. Here is a list of characters we are swapping out of the early game experience. Jedi Consular is out. Jedi Knight Anakin is in at one star. The Clone Sergeant is out. And Ahsoka Tano at one star is in. Clone Wars Chewbacca is out. And Obi-Wan Kenobi, Old Ben, is in at three stars. 
It's a sad day. I know. Luke Skywalker Farm Boy will remain as part of the early game experience. Ewok Scout will be replaced by Stick Ray, Ray Scavenger, at one star. The Royal Guard is out and will be replaced by Kylo Ren, unmasked, at one star. Talia is out and replaced by Moff Gideon at three star. That is a good one. That's huge. That is a huge one, that. And Snow Trooper will be out and Dark Trooper is in at oh. one star. Those are two huge ones. They are going to be... It's going to make going through those hard, those uh, those dark side nodes, those early dark side nodes, so much easier for new players. Yeah. Light, the light side nodes were always relatively easy and straightforward for that early gameplay. But the dark side nodes were just a pain in the butt because the dark side characters that you got just sucked. Sucked. They did. They, they sucked. absolutely sucked. And, and here's the thing. Um, the Royal Guard... After a year of playing, most people have <laughs> been given enough free Royal Guard shards from the uh, Bronzium yeah. packs that you don't need to get him free right from the get-go. So, oh uh, my yes. gosh. So, so with that, like speaking of Royal Guard, on my secondary account, I'm about five months in, I have Royal Guard unlocked. Mm -hmm. I haven't farmed him because of this. The changes here are amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, yeah. I interrupt. No, I'm no, just no, excited. No, no, no problem. So, this in addition, ridiculous. in addition, uh, they've changed the unlock levels of the following units. Talia is now a two-star unlock, as opposed to a three, and Lando Calrissian is a three-star unlock, as opposed to the original four. Uh, while these changes won't impact most of you reading this, what you will notice is that many of these characters also received an update to their model in order to bring them up to the quality of recent mm. characters. And some of the models, I, I would argue um, that a lot of the models that have been done have, um, they, they do have a certain degree of high quality to them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that for the portraits, because mm -hmm. some of the portraits <laughs> they've updated just look wrong. It's like, yes, you know, it, it goes from being okay to an extreme close-up. It's like, you know, um, Kylo Ren, I don't need you that close. Yeah, basically that. Um, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> the Farm Boy Luke one, uh, you know, the like Farm Boy Luke's good. Uh, Old Ben is good. You know, JKA is good. So as part of these changes, the following characters will be credited to all players' accounts at their new minimum star level. So if you don't have this, if you've never farmed this, or if you forgot the um, uh, the marquee event, which you know some people may have. I know I yeah. forgot. I forgot the uh, I forgot the marquee event on one of my accounts for Dark Trooper, and all of a sudden it's activated. So Jedi yeah. Knight, Anakin, Ahsoka Tano, Obi Wan Kenobi, um, Stick Ray, Kylo Ren, OG. Moff, uh, sorry, not OG, um, Unmasked, uh, Moff Gideon, and the Dark Trooper. So all of those um, uh, uh, characters will now be credited to your account and activated. Um, not that you're going to complain because they're all important. Note, players who have these characters unlocked already will not receive the shards or shard shop currency for these characters. Duh. Uh, note, Luke Skywalker Farmboy is not included on this list because he is one of the original early game experience characters. Yeah. Finally, it is also important to note that we have shuffled around a few early game drops to include oh. 
the new starter units in order to maintain a smooth early game experience. So these characters, which are kind of important, just became so much cheaper to farm. So, oh, yeah. light side hard nodes. Um, 1A will drop Ray, 1B will drop Ahsoka, 1C will drop Dark Trooper, 1D will drop Kylo Ren, 2A will drop Ewok Scout, 2D will drop Moff Gideon, and 5C will drop the Clone Sergeant. We don't care about the Clone Sergeant because he's another one of the characters that frequently gets dropped on you in bronzium yeah. so you you, sh you 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 it's not someone you need to farm you'll ju you know after 12 months of play you it's a bit he's a bit like the snow trooper and the um, uh, you know the uh, the um the royal guard those characters yeah. just get dropped so often that you never need to farm them dark side yeah. 1b will drop jka 2c will drop obi-wan kenobi 3e will drop jka 4c will drop jedi consular shards we don't care about those Cantina Battles, 1C will drop Obi-Wan Kenobi. 2F will drop Clone Wars Chewie Shards. You'll never, ever farm that character. Um, and in the shipments, Stormtrooper Han has been moved from Squad Arena to Cantina Battle Stores. That's pretty... Is, that, I mean, that, that helps. Yeah. That definitely helps. But all those, yeah. all those characters that are now on 1s and 2s, that's a 60. Those characters have now become a 60, sh a 60 farm. And, and they didn't used to be. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. right, granted, most people farmed Ahsoka from the store anyway. Yeah, because uh, that hasn't changed. But Dark Trooper shards, five, That's five. Huge. That is huge because that That's character huge. is GL a GL wrecker in an Imperial yeah. Troopers team. Moff so, Gideon, uh, um, it will wreck them. So uh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Uh, anyway, there's uh, uh, this is this is another update that I think is brilliant. Uh, update to the quest system uh, second is an update to the quest system which teaches players through the general game systems and how to use your abilities in battle the initial line of quests have been updated with new goals and rewards to provide new players with more guided experience in addition many quests have been migrated over to achievements to make the quest log a bit more manageable so they just keep they and what's great is they pop up on your screen it's yes. kind of like like a sidebar. It slides on and slides off like a sidebar, which is and really, I love really that. good. Uh, there so is also, cool. Yes. There is also a new system that shows player updates on the quest progress, which is another really, really good thing. So you don't have to keep clicking to see if you've done your 600. It just flashes up on the screen. Oh, I've done my 600. Great. Everything else afterwards is a bonus. Or you Absolutely. do your last one and it comes up with 594. And you're thinking to yourself, crap, I have to do a crystal refresh or a very, very salty Spartan is going to go all um, uh, Hitlerian on me for not doing my 600. So very, very, very important there. Um, and we got some QOLs. We got some quality of life yeah. updates, which were even good. We have added a few QOL improvements to the game. Cantina battles now show primary rewards on the campaign map which it didn't before, which so you can look at the camp before you'd have to click on every single node. Cause it'd be like, well, where is it? You know, which one, mm -hmm. do, which node is it? You don't have to do that anymore, which is great. Challenges and fleet challenges no longer have a cooldown between successful attempts and the multi-sim oh. functionality will attempt to claim rewards for all challenges at once given enough sim tickets. So it's one click 
and you're done. That is, oh, that's dead. That's that, huge. That is my favorite QOL in the last 12 months. Without can, That is can, definitely my favorite. I, I would argue that that beats the QOL. You remember when they moved the, um, the Bronzium from all the way to the end to right at the start? And everybody yeah. was like, oh, thank you. I don't have to scroll all the way to the end anymore to, you know, to get you free bronziums. It was just right there, right at the start. This, this one, the challenge and the flip, that beats that. It beats it hands down. And I tell you, I thought, because I hadn't read this, I thought that my, my game was broken. Mm -hmm. Because like I'd hit the I, I I simmed them all and I was like huh what happened I got them all but did I get them all I'm so confused and this this answers that question my game's not broken mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you are like everybody on Facebook oh what's broken now what's broken read the freaking forms I know Sorry, okay so um, and the last one <laughs> fleet and conquest energy have been added to the top bar in Cantina. Thank you. Oh, seriously. That just serious. You know, so, I mean, all of the energy should have been at the top every single time they added it. Yeah. But it's there now and you can see it. And it's in big what you got left and it's in little what you, you know, you can have as a max. So, yeah. last but not least, the title update also contains bug fixes and a whole bunch of other changes. So, check out the update notes for a full list. Stay tuned to the forums for information on the next title update. Squad management tools ah! oh i've i've heard what, things what do you think that's going to be oh so i think that you're going to be able to manage by i don't even know at this point like my brain is i there's so much that that it could do that i think we're i'm, I'm just excited to see it hold on let me bring i'm bringing i've, I've right only just been able to get you to use squad loadouts so i don't See, you, you don't know, have hope for me. I don't have any hope for you whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, it took you donkey's year. It took me so much persistent <laughs> bugging just to get you to do 3v3. And then you didn't even do the 3v3 ones properly. Oh, I kind of Because you did. didn't do unique loadouts. Um, and then, it, you know, you, you surprised <laughs> me by doing the 5v5 squad loadouts. After only, only, I mean, that's the first time you've done something <laughs> after I've asked you once. I know, right? Like once I asked you to do it once, and you did it. Yeah, and and I did it because I knew you weren't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, I was you were like, expecting a, a, at least at least a full week of, uh, of yeah. GAC of me bugging you. Like, yeah, where are your loadouts, Thad? Like, where are your lo What am I going to take in here, guys? Go to your loadouts, Thad. I haven't done them yet. Yeah, and that's a spot-on impression of me. I think that's that's really impressive. I think we we may have spent too much time together, Neff. Um, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> no, um, there was actually something in the uh, the data mine that talked about. Let me bring it up real quick. That actually talked about uh, the the loadout or this new oh the squad management um, tools. Yeah, I'll bring it up. Let me bring it. Uh, it didn't mention a lot about it. Oh, so it says, um, so there's some new backend code that looks like individual squad presets support having a name now. 
it's it was really yeah, it was that's what i saw the ability to name squad loadouts and i all but a lot of people need to know that this likely will not include ships yeah yeah no i don't think i mean i i would like i would like to see it include mods a combination so you don't have to go yeah. to your mod laid mod load uh your mod loadouts and your squad i would like to see the squad management system kind of like combine the two so you can make a squad loadout with a very specific set of mods on them um and then one immediately underneath and i mean yeah sure it's going to take your credits off you um yeah. by selecting it but you know so if if you've got your clone troopers for just regular grand arena but you also have your clone troopers um in a loadout for uh light side gotb it would Im involve swapping mods around so if you select that yeah. squad it then says you know this will cost you x amount in credits and then you'll you click on if you've got the credits you click on yes if you don't have the credits tough you're gonna have to stick yeah. with your you know so i'd like to see, I'm, I'm hoping that there's some kind of um mod integration in the squad management tools I'm, i really really hope i'm hoping for that i really really am hoping for something like that um maybe uh, maybe something along the lines of um uh, telling you exactly how much gear you need so like for example you could have a squad with four relict and one that's at gear 11 or gear 12 and mm. you know it it's telling you you know to max out this squad you need x y or z but you know like i said there's there's, there's no real way of knowing until we actually get them but you yeah. know they have the one good thing that they've said is um that these title updates and these qols are going to come a lot faster and a lot yeah. more frequently and so, a well, lot of it's because of this new tool that they spent like almost all of last year working on yeah yeah definitely you know? yeah the, the 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 game thing definitely yeah, I will say one other thing that would be nice is um, I, th I think what we could possibly see is that that uh, how we get the rewards, those things, that new interface slides over. Mm -hmm. I could see something like that also popping up uh, in our squad management, something that's a little more dynamic, having another toolbar kind of, you know, pop up as you're as you're going through your stuff. I think that could potentially be what one of the things that we see yeah you know i mean the, the, the way that the way that, the way that the way that the way that the squad management is at the moment is very simplistic it's very basic you yeah. know you've you've got your tabs along the top that you can name yeah. you know a tab for 5v5 a tab for 3v3 a tab for squad arena a tab for territory yeah. wars that's how most people do it and then you know you've just got the unique on and off so yeah, th there's ob th that's obviously where they're going to be, you know, applying those, you know, these squad management tools. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd be, I, I really, really am interested, and I'm looking forward to seeing um, how they, uh, how they change it, how they um, improve it, and what they add to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think this is going to be a really cool, um, a cool update, and I'm excited to see when it comes out. Yes, you know it will be. Uh, we we know we're not going to have to wait six months for this. Yeah, it's probably nice. only going to be. It's probably going to be a couple, couple maybe few, a couple or a few months, um, because they did say in the road ahead uh, that um, you know updates 
uh, uh, you know, game updates and QOL updates were going to be happening a lot more frequently um, yeah. so that they can, you know, do little tweaks and, and bits and pieces here. Um, yeah. So I, I, I can see it happening with maybe the next, maybe the the next batch. It'd be nice if it comes out with the, um, uh, the changes to uh, Galactic Conquest. Because obviously they're changing yeah. the next Galactic Conquest, the June Galactic Conquest, they're changing. So it'd be yeah. nice to see them roll out these the next batch of updates, the squad management updates with the um, with the changes to uh, uh, conquest. Um, it'd yeah. be nice, you know. Give us something nice because a lot of people are going to be angry about deployables getting taken away. I'm, I know I'm unhappy with deployables being taken away, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what they're being replaced with. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's time. So it's time to uh, uh, cut to another break. So uh, uh, we will be back after, uh, well, actually, no, Paul and me will be back with the incoming transmission right after these few messages. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hello, Escape Padawans. It is the Llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod castaways are on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, you can catch us on YouTube and on Twitch every week streaming Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, your favorite new Galaxy of Heroes show, GA Center, and so much more. Come catch us on the web. Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? Maybe you prefer story time with the llama, or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from down under, like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. Just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Tee Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcasts Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Heinze from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze today on YouTube a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama and the Escape Pod, cast for kids. This week on Starting Strategies, we are going to be talking about a trap that a lot of new players fall into. It's something that's super, super common and that I definitely want to address, especially for those of you that have newer accounts. And the biggest advice that I can give new players is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Now, what do I mean by that? Just because you have the resources at that moment to do something does not necessarily mean you should. I hate 
notifications on my phone. Those little notif that little red notification number, it's something that I absolutely hate having on my phone. I like to clear them all. I like my phone nice and neat. And a big problem that I specifically had when I first started this game is in Swago, you have that exact same thing. So over your characters and over your ships, you get those little red numbers that tells you that you can do something with your characters or with your ships. But I caution you to take a lot of thought into doing those things. Because especially as a new free-to-play player, your resources are precious. Your gold, your gear, your training bots, they're super, super limited and super, super precious. So you need to be really strategic and thoughtful when you put gear on characters, when you level up characters, when you star up characters and make sure that you're making the right choice and not wasting those resources on a character that might not really be that important right now. A perfect example is a character like Ewok Scout. Yes, it's one of the first characters you get in the game, and yes, you get a lot of shards for them, and it's probably one of the first characters that you'll be able to take to seven stars. But should you spend the credits to take that character to seven stars? The answer is simply no. As a new player, you absolutely should not waste resources into Ewok Scout any longer than you have to to clear the first couple of battles on the light side. By not investing into Ewok Scout because you really don't need them now or really ever, you can take that currency and you can take that gear and put it into a character you know you're going to use. The same thing goes for ships. Now, ships are a little different because there's a lot less of them and you do tend to use more of the ships than you do of the characters on a day-to-day -day basis. But figure out what squad you want to use as your main arena squad and then have a backup that you can use in GAC, so one for defense, one for offense. And when you're talking about those reinforcement credits and things like that, make sure you're putting those credits and using those credits on characters that you are going to actually be calling in as reinforcements. If you're running a Tarkin fleet with three Geos starting, you're not going to want to put reinforcement credits on those Geo ships because you're not calling them in as reinforcements. You can save those reinforcement credits and put them on a character that you're actually going to call in. Making smart strategic choices is one of the biggest aspects of being a new player, especially a new free-to-play player. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the llama and the escape pod cast for kids. Hotbot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with additional features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S dot com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Receiving incoming transmission. Thank <laughs> you.
gentlemen, welcome into our incoming transmission. Neil, normally you do this, so you know it's it's kind of weird. Uh, but as almost everybody knows, I had my surgery yesterday. We're pre-recording this on Wednesday, and so things things subject to change. But ladies and gentlemen, joining us this week in our incoming transmission is the Swaga for Life webmaster design major wonderful person you may have seen him from the kyber council and he is a grand arena scientist with kin who we talked to just a few weeks ago with uh you know all great counters and in the in the site that's coming up he is a mastermind neil you're gonna like this guy because he's gac focused uh you know I, do, I love a little bit of gac <laughs> Ladies we and we gentlemen, welcome to the show, Bit Dynasty. How are you, sir? Welcome to the show. Thanks for making it. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Looking forward to it. So um, let's ask the questions. Let's start off the questions yep. that we normally do. Um, so you're you're a SWGOH player. How long have you been playing and what's your GP? Yes, yeah, so uh, I have two accounts actually. Uh, so my main one, I started back in what December 2015. So you know, almost from beginning of the game, and then second one I started somewhere midway through 2016. Um, so but both accounts now are quite even. They're both roughly 7.1 mil GP, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, with seven point something GP, um, I I think it's. Uh, um... I think it's moot to ask, are you free to play or do you put some money into this game? I I like to think of myself as a free to play. I don't really like spend on characters and things like that. Is the only time that I would buy some crystals is when I do testing for my videos in arena and then I you know need some crystals for the refreshes. Uh, so that's the only thing what I would usually spend money on is for my videos when I need to refresh. But aside from everything else, I don't I don't normally spend no. Okay, Neil, so this puts a little bit of a damper on it. Does he get the free-to-play no, no, card? No, he doesn't get the free-to-play card. He's got but it's only professionally that he spends. <laughs> oh, and I, I 100%, I totally get that. But you've got to remember that, you know, spending all of those crystals on the, um, uh, on refreshes and, because re that's, that's the, I, I, I've said this before, you know, I, I did a blog post on, um, uh, I did a blog post on, uh, uh, Reddit recently talking about why uh, crystal income was one of the most important aspects of the free-to-play game because without the crystals you can't do the refreshes in squad arena and you can't test your squads because because we don't have you, bit, bit dynasty bit dynasty will empathize with me uh, sympathize with me on this we don't have a sandbox so the yeah. only way to test your squads is squad arena and it's 50 crystal refresh then a 100 crystal refresh that so if, if you ain't got the crystals in the bank you can't do the tests it's as simple as that so if you want to do uh, five tests of a separatist team against various different opposition there's your five goes if you want to do five tests of a, an imperial troopers squad against five different squads there's 50 and then a, and, and it, the, you know the crystals just disappear and if you're not making a crystal income from you know, finishing in the top 20 and the top five of Squad Arena and Fleet Arena, you've got to buy them. And Bit Dynasty's just admitted that he has to buy the crystals. 
So, uh, not, not, not free to... How, let, let, let's find out, let's find out how... Uh, so, are we talking... We're, we're not talking whale or kraken here, obviously. No, no, no. We're talking... Are we talking minnow or are we talking dolphin? Is it like a chest of crystals a month or... What are we talking? How many crystals yeah. a month do you buy? I don't know. It's just like, what's the $10 pack? Maybe a month I would buy the pack. That's it. Oh, so you're not even a minnow. You're like a tadpole. We need to come you know, up. I, I do get lots of crystals because I'm, you know, top two in arena, yeah. both both arenas every day. It's just sometimes when I really want to do like intense training on a day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Normally I would have stashed around, you know, thousand crystals anyway, but sometimes when I really like doing even fleet arena testing, you know, yeah. you know I do like 20 battles. You oh, know, yeah, no, when, when I, I've, and I've then, been you know, there. I ran out there. and I'm like, oh, I need one more refresh. No, 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 uh, I've, so I've, I've won. I've, I've 100% been there. You know, you, you, you've got a squad, you, you're, you've used all your, you've used all your crystals and you just need like two or 300 crystals yeah, yeah. just so that you can hit that refresh and, and test them. So, uh, yeah, That's I think, it, yeah. I think we're going to have to create a new category. Bit, Bit Dynasty um, <laughs> has, for, for all intents purposes, created a new, um, lower than minnow tier of uh, uh of spender so yeah tadpole because if you're only spending 10 bucks just to get like like you said the what, what's the is the 10 buck one 1500 crystal is that a 1500 crystal pack or a 2000 pack i think it's a 1300 crystals or something it's yeah it's not it's just it's just over into four digits isn't it but yeah. but for for the purposes of testing in either fleet arena or squad arena it's more than enough because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're not refreshing fifty crystals every match. You're doing a fifty crystal refresh so that you get an extra five matches, and then you're doing a one hundred crystal refresh to get another five matches, aren't you? Yeah, but yeah. sometimes when I'm hurry, I'm also doing a fifties. Uh, oh, battles. yeah, you're also doing yeah. the yeah. The yeah, 50, sometimes yeah. it depends, you know. When when I'm in a rush, I just want to get a video out. You know, I don't want to wait like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Cool I get that. Pe people people do that on stream all the time. People will, yeah. you know. Put, you, you you've probably seen um uh you've probably watched Zareth when uh, when Zareth is like down to the wire and he needs a very very specific win in say for example fleet he'll go to his fleet he'll go to his fleet and he'll look for the team that he needs to beat and yeah. he'll do like three runs but he'll spend 150 odd crystals <laughs> do it because he has to because he's live doing his yeah, G yeah. so I, I've seen people how I've seen a lot of people do that in their GAC you know they'll, they'll come across a team and they'll be like right I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna quickly go to the squad arena or the fleet arena and see if I can find that team so that I can mm. test the counter and and you've always got to spend like 50 or 100 crystals aren't you and that's that's yeah, what yeah. you do but for content yeah that's it so speaking of counters I mean your your uh YouTube page is full not not just your YouTube page, but also Swaga for uh, Swaga for dot life um, is full of these counter videos that yeah, yeah. I love your style. I, I love how I love how you made the made it look with with this you know static background. You change you know interchangeable modular uh, people like uh, crew versus Bastila and uh, Jedi training Ray versus EP. You know I, I love. I love what you've done. I love your thank, work. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you started content creating uh, four years ago. Just just dabbled in it four years ago, but yeah. have since then gone crazy. What's your uh, what's your production schedule like? 
Um, I mean, you know, obviously four years ago, I just started just doing some random stuff, really um, doing some C3. Then because it's a free to play um, or mostly free to play. Um, <laughs> yeah, Deadpool. Um, obviously, I was always behind the meta. Uh, I always got legendary second, sometimes third time around. Um, so that was my starting point always like, okay, how do I uh, compete in arena because I need my crystals. And then because, you know, guild mates, they were struggling in their arena. So I just started doing videos really for my guild. Uh, same goes for the C3. Uh, we were doing tier six back then. Um, so just started kind of with that and then just continued mainly first focusing on the squad arena. Uh, just doing, you know, uh, kind of anti-meta, if you will, counters teams that I had available at that time. And then once um, Grand Arena, really once free, free Grand Arena kind of kicked in, I just kind of realized that for my own purpose, I should be documenting my 3v3 battles because that time it wasn't even every other month. I think it was every two, every three months, actually. It was like, you know, two 5v5s, one 3v3. And uh, after two, three months, like, I don't remember what worked in 3v3. So just for my own purpose, kind of, I just started document documenting those 3v3 battles. I uh, started uploading it on YouTube, but then I quickly realized that YouTube is not a good way to build a library of, of content. And that's why I started my uh, Swagger for Life website. Um, and then also started doing 5v5 counters, assault battles, basically all kinds of events. And also now recently been doing a weekly, uh, every Monday and Friday, I'm doing Galactic Challenge videos. Uh, and then also some Galactic, this, uh, the oh, sorry, the Conquest, not Galactic Conquest videos. Uh, yeah. So I started doing those as well. And then in between, uh, again, you know, just doing some fleet uh, counters uh, and just keep adding more free, free and 5v5 uh, battles to my tool. Yeah, walk walk really. us through a, a build of a video. I mean, of course, you know, the, the subject matter is laid out for you as what's currently, you know, being run. But, uh, you know, what steps do you take when you're going, okay, I'm, I'm facing this and I need this. What 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 connects those two? Yeah, because you're going that. for the off-meta stuff. You know, you you you're, you're you're coming up with these weird combos that are working like, you know, it's it's essentially turnkey. Yeah, I mean, obviously I, I do watch lots of YouTube videos, so you know, I, I just look around what's going on and sometimes I'm I come across just, you know, a random video from somebody that uploaded or shared uh, summer on Discord, and then I go look at it and I try to analyze it and break it down into why this works, why it doesn't work. Uh, and then when I do my, do my videos, I often like to go a little bit more in detail uh, in step-by-step step what's happening, uh, because I believe if, if you understand what's going on, then you can also adjust on the fly because not every battle will go exactly the same, right? So um, that's why sometimes I like to ramble on as sometimes some people say too much uh, over explaining things. Uh, but, you know, I believe that, um, that, you know, there is always a place for a more detailed explanation because some people like listen to it, want to understand the ones can don't, don't can just skip through to the battle and watch it. Um, so definitely before I do video, I do lots of testing and try to really understand why, why something is working, why not. And then I do my best to explain it uh, in the videos. When you're... Um... When, when you finally get these things, so um, you're you're also giving credit where credits due. If you don't find it, you're 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 giving them the 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 other creator the rub, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if, uh, you know. Obviously, if I if you see a video from somebody that's not really a content creator, it's hard to give them credit. But 
you know, if I see something from Bulldog or Skeltarix or Ian or somebody other than, hey guys, I've seen this in their video, I want to give it a go uh, and see how it goes, right? And because that's, that's what's great about these communities, like, you know, there's probably thousands of YouTubers covering Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, but we all put our own spin on it and then gives, uh, you know, the community lots of choice to choose the style and the presentation of the content they like. So that's why it's, it's good to have diversity from that point of view. If you had somebody that came to you, you know, have you ever wanted to create a farming guide of any of any sort, or do you leave that to the others? Um, I just, you know, I look at it and um, where I'm at at the moment, you know, I pretty much have everything except for the latest marquees, because obviously I'm not spending, I have more or less everything at seven stars. So it'd be hard for me, I think, to create a farming guide uh, unless I would now go start a brand new account, but I'm already running too. So <laughs> that's mm -hmm. more than enough. Um, and, you know, I just kind of look at uh, the things that, um, you know, not so much like uh, what others require, but the things I feel passionate about. So if I discover something that I find it very interesting, I will go out and do it. Uh, but, you know, I never thought about creating like a farming guide because, uh, like I said, you know, I'm more focusing on this kind of end game play players, if you will, because that's where I'm at. So it's, it would be a thing, you know, challenging for me to create a farming guide from that point of view. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree with you there that the, the thing is when you're end game, you're farming for, you know, you're farming for the new marquees that I've got. Like, for example, Dark Trooper just became farmable. Great yeah. node. 12 energy nodes, so 60 every single time. Um, and when you're trying to figure out a farming guide, you're having to start from scratch, which means you're having to farm older characters when, as a veteran player, you know that you're... That you, what, you, you know, that, that habit in the back of your mind is, well, I really, really should be farming the new marquee characters that are coming out, but you're trying to come up with a farming guide, so you're thinking, well... No, because you, yeah. So I, I do, I kind of get you from there. Uh, having to start from scratch a new account, um, it's, uh, uh, it, 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 one side of your brain wants to go one way and the other side of your brain wants to go the other direction. Um, and especially with the, um, the new early game changes that CG just made to the game. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's, let's talk about SWGOH4 dot life swgoh for life um on here you've got your 3v3 counters you've got your yep. 5v5 counters um i'm just going down the list on the left hand side of the website here you've got assault battles which mm -hmm. you know you conquered challenge tier three on these uh, um, except the so night sisters one i think nobody i think nobody has done the night sister one i don't feel so bad then uh, <laughs> there's uh you know, you've got some conquest boss battle guides and, and sector feats. Um, literally step by step, every single galactic legend you've you've helped with. Yeah. Um, and get this, this this brought me joy. Neil, you understand this. Hmm. Except for phase four of Light Side, he has step by step for all the territory battles. Yeah. Yeah, you and your territory battles. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Don't get him started on his territory battles. <laughs> uh, you have Grand Arena, you have ships. How to use Finalizer against everything. 
which is nice. Um, and then Sith Raid. But I don't see on here, and of course, you know, Darth Kermit kind of stepped up and, and went crazy when it came to uh, the, the challenge tier Rancor. Um, do, do you plan on adding that, or, or are, you, uh, are, are you shining the light over towards Kermit? I think I've seen you milling around in the server. <laughs> Um, I mean, when the, it launched initially, uh, I didn't have a lot of teams at Relic 5 because the way I um, yeah. Relic my characters, be, I'm not taking anybody beyond Relic 3 because I see little uh, value unless they're needed for Galactic Legend or they're really needed in Arena for something. So it took me a while to actually get some teams up, up and running. And by the time I got up and running, you know, a lot of people covered pretty much everything already in detail. And then when I was almost about ready to start making videos, they made some changes to the Rancor yet again. Um, and also now my guild is finishing literally in less than half an hour. I really <laughs> have no way of testing it. So I just think, <laughs> but I've had plans. I did some testing, I had some videos recorded, but uh, you know, it was just really hard, especially now we're finishing it less than half an hour. There is no way you can really test anything mm -hmm. um, from that point of view to you know try some new, new things that weren't done before already. Um, but mainly, initially, it was the Relic 5 gate that was, for me, um, impossible to make any sort of, um, you know, cool cool guides on the Rancor right there. And that's perfectly fine, because, I mean, yeah, now I'm seeing people cleared in half an hour, as you say. It's, it's like, do we really need to make guides, or do you just essentially Relic up to 5 and throw something at it? Yeah, because pretty much, like, any sort of good teams will do about four or five percent easily um especially now after you know the changes where you don't have to hold the damage until you get to 100 percent. especially <laughs> now you just go in everybody just do a million here a million there and it's over in half an hour um obviously you know at, at, at you know the level where i'm at obviously at some lower levels it may take more coordination and still things like that you know and if you're that situation you probably would have more time for testing uh, and trying out new things uh, but where I'm at is actually, you know, I, I don't even do it every time. I don't, I, I, I can't always get, I can't always make the time that we have raids at. Um, but yeah, whenever I can, just throw a couple of things in there, hoping for top 25 spot that, you know, you get five of those um, uh, new relic materials and that's it really. Yeah. I what did, what the, I think the only video that got some traction was the one with um, Ray, Rex, Five, uh, Hermit, Yoda and Freepio. I did that one first. I started that one first. And that one got quite a lot of views then. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't have any other teams, good teams yet built back then. What has been your favorite video that you've, you know, that you've worked on? What what is or what has been the most influential video that you've gotten feedback on? Um, I I think the the whole series around negotiator mirror matches, I think those kind of um, have gone through community a lot, uh, got lots of, you know, thank you comments and things like that, because especially when you're starting off negotiating mirror matches, you know, can be tricky if you don't understand uh, exactly the mechanics behind it. Uh, so I think those got a lot. And as well, uh, the C-Thread videos still are getting lots of views, like, you know, uh, soloing phase one with General Skywalker and things like that. Uh, those videos as well, um, you know, still doing quite well, actually. 
So I think those are the two kind of main things. I think the seed trade videos, initial ones, when you solo phase one, phase two with different teams, I think those videos, when I started releasing, don't really kind of, you know, started bringing more subscribers in. Uh, and then I've been doing lots of uh, fleet videos lately because uh, I enjoy the, the fleet, the fleet battles, the fleet arena. And then I also saw not many people really cover cover those topics. Uh, so definitely it's opportunity to, you know, create some videos for the community. I, I got one more and then I'm going to throw it to Neil here. Um, speaking of your negotiator mirrors, you have a video that you're doing a negotiator mirror with no reinforcements. How many times did it take you to get that down? Um, oh yeah, I thought because yeah, there was this feat I think in Grand Arena where you have to win without reinforcements, right? Yeah, um, I can do it all all day with my malevolence. I love my my separatists. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't something like uh, I was testing out like crazy. It was just like um, I noticed that sometimes when stars align, you can do it. So I just uh, recorded uh, that attempt. Uh, I did it like two, three times. Back then, I didn't have malevolence built up yet. So this was my only way. Um, but yeah, with malevolence, it's much easier. So Neil, what you what you got for this counter uh, counter mega mind? Well, I'm I'm curious. Uh, what's your uh, what's your GAC style? Uh, are you more are you an efficiency player? Um, are you uh, a heavy defense player? Do you set a lot of FUs? Um, do you go heavy on fleet? What uh, or, or are you kind of a mixed bag? Do you not really have a set way? Is is your strategy? Um, based more on what your opponent does or do you have like a fixed way and you think to yourself this works for me i'm i'm gonna stick with this because you know if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah yeah i'm more of an efficiency player uh because um like even if you go if i would go heavy on defense i would struggle my opponent would struggle i might win or not uh you know but at least you get more banners for for you know full clears and things like that so I don't go heavy on defense. I just try to set teams on defense uh, that don't recover protection because then when I, if you use them on offense, you, you it's hard to get max banners. So I'm trying to mm. see what teams I can use uh, on offense that can you know recover some protection back that you're not looking at a 55 banners like Night Sisters. Night Sisters are great. They can take out many teams, but there's no way you're getting more than 55 banners against anybody one AOE and, and you know, your protection is gone. So I'm more look at it from that point of view. Uh, and I'm not trying to stop full clears. I'm not trying to stop my opponent from one-shotting all my teams. I'm just trying to set that sort of teams that forces you 58 banners. I'm happy. 57, but, yeah, so, so you, you like, you like that, that's, that's similar to me. I, I like to set a defense that if it gets a hold, great. You know, if it gets one hold... Brilliant. I know I've got, you know, when I go into what go on to offense, you you know, in the back of your mind, oh, I got two holds. So I've got a two loss buffer going into offense. If it gets a solid hold and holds the territory, you know, then, you know, you're sitting pretty. But you, you so, so you tend to go for the teams in defense that, you know, are going to strip banners from your opponent's teams. So it's yeah, like you're, I'm, I'm I know trying, you're, you're, so, so you're looking. So you're looking at your opponent. You think I know that you're probably going to beat this team, but you ain't getting a sixty. Yeah, well, they have Galactic Legends. You know, it'll happen. I put my Grievous Dark Revan. I know they will use their Kalo to solo them for sixty-two banners. But so will I. You know, so it's 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 the same thing at the end, right? Um, 
So I don't look at it yeah, from like how I will stop my opponent, but I've had cases where my opponents have gone really, really heavy on defense, put all their Galactic Legend down, maybe Thronian Darth Revan or something, and I full clear them, one shot everything, and they struggle to clear two zones with, with my, you know, light defense, it's just because they went too heavy. So I think like we are all playing different style. You just have to know what your style is and just go with it. Um, that just, sort of thing. Ju just to follow on from that, what about fleet though? Because you know how to use a finalizer, and you know how you know you you, you know how to use a finalizer to beat anything. So when when you when when you know that, when you have that kind of knowledge base regarding fleets, it must be very very tempting to just throw both your get two fleets on defense because of your knowledge of fleet. Is that something that you do from a, a fleet defensive point? Do you find yourself putting negotiator and malevolence on defense? Because most people that do not theory craft uh, have difficulty getting past those teams. Yeah, I, I was experimenting, to be honest. Uh, usually, like, uh, by the last week of GAC, I'm already in Kyber, so I don't care so much. So last week, I usually always use kind of for testing different things. Um and I was playing around with putting both of them on defense. And while I didn't struggle clearing, you know, whatever they put on uh, on defense without using, uh, you know, negotiated malevolence, the banners were just not that high. So again, it's like, uh, is, it, is it just about full clearing or is it about clearing with more banners? Um, so I'm just trying to mix it up. Sometimes I would put malevolence on defense, sometimes negotiator, but I, I tried putting both, but just then the banners I was getting if my opponent puts both on defense, you know, it was just getting very low banner wins. And it just, it, they, you know, it's again of like, where if you go heavy on defense, you get lower banners, they get lower banners, but the result in the end is kind of similar anyways. Um, and also I got burned once with my finalizer because of the unending uh, loyalty bug on Anakin, which just doesn't expire. <laughs> and I lost my grand arena because of it. And I'm like, I know how to win with finalizer, but if this bug happens, I like, I can't risk that anymore. Or yeah, even I've, using... I've lost. I've lost to that bug. That you know, if if the unending loyalty doesn't disappear off Anakin, yeah. you you you're screwed. You just screwed. And I I and... lost. I lost with the malevolence with, with uh, to that bug. Mm -hmm. And you just want to throw something at the monitor. <laughs> and the frustrating thing is, like, I've been trying to exactly figure out what triggers that bug, but I just can't find any real real consistency to it. Like, I know it mostly happens. Uh, if you exhaust unending loyalty and then it gets reapplied before Anakin takes a turn. But sometimes it still doesn't. So yeah. I've been trying lately really to record my battles and just try to a little bit exactly figure out what triggers it. Because if we know exactly what triggers it, you could work around it. Exactly. But yeah. Like this, you kind of know what triggers it, but you're still not sure. No, I, we're, uh, we're, so... I, I kind of, uh, what, what I do to avoid it uh, with malevolence um, specifically with malevolence, is I just let the buzz droids take out Anakin. I just let, instead of hitting him while he's got it and knocking it off with the buff immunity, I just think to myself, look, he's got buzz droids, he's got buff immunity, just let him take a turn, let the unending loyalty disappear. Because I find if you hit him again and again, um, that's when the uh, the bug kicks in, especially with malevolence. I don't know about any other fleets but specifically with the malevolence sometimes that bug kicks in if you hit him too many times um with uh, with buzz droids and uh, mass assists it did it for me with the unending loyalty on fives it was the most annoying thing yeah no, yeah um so we we're getting close to having to wrap up here but i want to 
Um, Neil, I don't know if you've seen this, but I want to talk about the benefits of SWGOH for life, which is SWGH4, the number four, dot L-I-F-E. You have a Grand Arena Championship Planner on your site to where literally you type in your target score that you need to beat, you select your division, um, and I'll get to that question in a second, and then it literally, you put in, you know, what your opponent has, and then you put in what your offensive teams are, and you can plan it out. It's wonderful it even tells you your target average banners what you need to go to, to to in order to win that being said are you ready for the realignment um are you just waiting for the realignment and then you're going to push a button reboot yeah the reboot. um because with this we don't know exactly how will they how will they adjust the banners and the zones so, so until you know it actually the changes do happen and I can actually see what, uh, you know, the new zones banners will look like. Then obviously I'll have to update the calculations on my on my site. But obviously, you know, it'll take probably, you know, a week that I just gather the data. Uh, and also it's, it's a bit of a struggle to find then for other divisions because I'll be in division two. Um, so obviously I'll have to somehow find a way uh, what's the banner looking like from the other divisions. And as well, you know, the positioning of how many teams in each zone as well will be different, right? Hey, I'll get. I'll have. I'll have Sep help you with that, um, if if you need. I mean, he's he's a plethora of of excellent knowledge. Fonts of um, knowledge. But how how did you? Um, I, I can understand what the whole reasoning behind this. Um, but how hard was it for you to put this together? I mean. You, you are a web developer by trade. Was this just, oh, I know how to make this happen. You did it with your eyes closed and poof, it was there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know how to make it happen. It's just, you know, finding the time um, to actually do it because, um, you know, I have other, because uh, I basically run my own company. So, you know, it's not like I just have my, you know, standard nine to five job or whatever. I, I have lots <laughs> of things happening. So, and then trying to feed around my YouTube videos. Obviously, I started helping out on the Grand Arena Science website as well, um, which is kind of, you know, has similarities with what I do anyways. Uh, so just the main challenge was finding the time to actually do it. Uh, but, you know, if I would have time, I could do it much quicker. But this was, I think, like uh, three months in development, but just because I really did, could not find the time to actually go and do it. Well, it's certainly an amazing tool. Any uh, any final questions for Bit Dynasty, Neil? No, no, I think we have covered it all. Great interview. Yeah, yeah I wholeheartedly agree. So, uh, Bit Dynasty, uh, you know, here's your chance to plug all the things that you work on. Uh, tell people how to find you if, for some reason, they don't want to go read the show notes or they're not reading chat right now, and Hellenix is posting your link everywhere. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, my channel is called Bit Dynasty, so just search search for it. I have lots of great videos on there covering all kinds of game PV, PvP. I really try to cover you know wide wide uh, range of things. And then you know we're talking about my uh, online tool Swaga for Life. And then I'm also working on Grand Arena Science uh, tool as well together with Kin. So you know we have lots of things planned for that tool as well. 
which I'm, I'm pretty sure Keen, I, I actually watched that episode, Keen probably talked about it a lot already anyway. Oh, so yeah. definitely good times ahead. Oh, yes. And thanks to one of your videos, I was actually able... Uh, Neil, last last uh, week, remember when I won by one banner? Mm-hmm. Bit Dynasty is the reason. So that's why <laughs> I had to have him this week. <laughs> uh, what, what was what was the video? Uh, I gosh, it, it was uh, it was a uh, undersized against JTR. I think it was. Uh, okay, was it with Darfreman or? I, I think I think so. If yeah. my uh, memory serves, it you know I've been focused on the surgery coming up tomorrow from when we recorded this yesterday from when it's being aired. So yeah. my mind's a little distracted right now. Okay, that's but cool. uh, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this has been an excellent interview. We are uh, um, we're going to be right back. I don't know who's guest hosting with uh, with Neil if there is anybody or if I'm just sitting there, you know smiling with my new teeth coming up is patreon's choice and the debut of this month's helly and the noob right here on the escape pod the escape pod cast with paul anthony and neil andrew air hotbot and hot utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for star wars galaxy of heroes With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N.com, slash the escape pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. And now, time for something completely shameless. N00B. Please proceed, Master. N00B. Are you there?
Yes, Master. I am here. Please proceed. N00B. Answer me. Why, why can't she hear me? Oh, error found. Voice chat is muted. N00B. I said. Answer me. Unmuting voice chat. Now. Ma master, can you hear me now? It took you long enough. What's the problem this time? N00B. Apologies, Master. I was muted. Silence, you fool. That was rhetorical. That's better. I am ordering you to leave your current location and head to... But, Master, your analysis indicated that the vile, salty Spartan's most likely next appearance will be aboard the Fulcrum. N00B. I demanded silence. And... You will comply. Yes, 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 yes. master. Please, please, please proceed, master. That's better. Now, as I was saying, I am ordering you to immediately leave your current location and head to the palace precinct of the Federal District of Imperial City on Kurosond. There, you will meet with an agent of the monolith who will give you further instructions. Master. Why not just instruct me now yourself? I can be trusted. I am loyal. I will do as I'm told. N00B, are you questioning my greatness? No, master. Good. I would hate it if we were forced to cancel you. For forgive me, master. Silence, N00B. And get moving. Yes, master. Right away, Master. Many unbearable hours later. Ah, uh, this is so annoying. TC-14 orders me to head to downtown Imperial City on a Friday afternoon during rush hour traffic to meet with her secret agent on a day with record Kurosanti gridlock. And I don't know who this agent of the monolith even is. How am I supposed to meet some unknown individual on a planet with one trillion organic meat-bags and twice that many droids? It's an exercise in futility is what that is. Come on! Meatbags. I have somewhere to be. Even if I don't know where exactly that somewhere is. Uh-oh. Looks like my horn hawking got the attention of... Wait. What? Is that? No. A low-level, low-star, under-geared... Coruscant Underworld Police. COP-42, approaching the next vehicle for questioning. Oh, this ought to be good. Nobody respects Cup in this game. Sir? What's the problem this time, officer? How long have you had this Starhopper? About three or four seasons. It's up for sale if you want it. Right. Let me just scan your identification. You don't need to see my identification. Yes, I do. Let me try this again. 
I am not the droid you're looking for. Who said I was looking for a droid? Why isn't this working? I said, I can go about my business. Move along. No! You cannot go about your business. And no! I will not move along. And who in the space hell do you keep waving at? All my fans in the Twitch chat. I'm quite popular, you know. All your what's? And in, in your who? Listen here, cup. I don't have time to waste speaking to Swaga's least powerful character. Mob Enforcer? Where is she? No. Meatbag. Not Mob Enforcer. You. I'm talking about you. Wait, what? Wait a second. Who do you think I am, buddy? Coruscant Underworld Police. Ah, crap. Not this again. Look, buddy. I'm not a Coruscant Underworld Policeman. I'm a Coruscant Overworld Policeman. Every time. Jeez. Every time. Well, how am I supposed to know that? Isn't it obvious? No. Not really. No. Well, I'm not wearing a mask over my mouth, for starters. And I don't have one of those silly tanning bed goggles over my eyes. Besides, we're above the surface, not under it. Not level 1313. Ha! <laughs> Overworld. I get it now. Hey, Sparky, stop laughing at my name let's get back to the script. I don't have time for this. I gotta get home. My shift's almost done. Gotta finish my arena climb, my swugga, watch some escape pod. Cast. And I hear that going nerdy's pretty sexy. I mean, informative. He seems pretty legit, too. Right. Alright, where were we? Transitioning from the jokey bits to the revelation part of the episode. That will probably explain nothing. Hololonix has this very formulaic approach to how he writes his scripts. He's becoming... Quite predictable. True? Right. Agreed. I concur. Exactly. So the Starhopper's name is the Space Frogger, right? It is. And you're giving me crap about my name? <laughs> Fun. And you're a PK series droid, am I right? I am. And you do alphanumeric designations, correct? I do. Which is? N-0-0-B. C-O-P-42 to base? I found him. Wait, what, what's going on here? We've been expecting you, N-0-0-B. Are you the agent of the monolith I was tasked with finding by my master? Obviously. If I'm being honest, I didn't expect it to be a low-level, low-star, undergeared cup. <sighs> Not this again. Gee, what's with these people? Sorry, over <laughs> overworld police. Sorry. So, sorry, sorry. A glitch. Please continue, sir. Are you ready to receive your instructions? Yes, 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 sir. You're to head back to the space triangle using the Corellian Run hyperspace lane. As you approach the rune sector, you will encounter someone, and you will know what to do. Someone? Trust us. You will know. Oh yeah, and before I forget, take this too. Whoa, the ultimate nullifier. 
This is the Marvel Comics 616 Universe's most devastating weapon. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it totally is. What's this button do? Don't touch any buttons! You're gonna erase us from all existence. Sorry. I can't help it. I like pressing buttons. Look, droid, put the damn thing in the glove box and don't touch it. Until the time is right. How will I know when the time is right? Trust us. You will know. How? Did you not hear me? I said trust us. Trust us. Sheesh. Okay. Fine. Now leave, you overgrown crockpot. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. All hail the monolith, sir. All praise TC-14, sir. COP-42 to base. I'm getting too old for this. Welcome back, everybody. We're back after a little bit of a, a little bit of a, but uh, as you can see, Paul has popped in. He's in a little window. Uh, he's going to smile while we're uh, doing Patreon's Choice and lots of other things. Yes, he is right underneath Thaddeus. Thaddeus, as uh, they've both got their old man blankets on. Um, so, uh, yeah, so last part of the show, we're going to do some, we're going to talk about some bits and pieces. Uh, we'll do patrons' choice questions. Uh, we'll talk about um, me, and I will do my five thousand live. Yay! Uh, I will do my five thousand crystals live. If it see works, what, see what my character gets. See what my character is, and <laughs> we got the next one. As you, so, so you'll all remember. Previous week, uh, I did a review for a handheld console. The last one was the uh, the Pow Kitty Q ninety. Uh, so, um. May's console is the Pocket Go S30, and I've got it here. I will be doing uh, uh, an unboxing video, and we'll post that up on the. Uh, we'll post that. I'll post that up onto the um, the channel. That will go onto YouTube. I haven't unboxed it, but and then obviously at the end of the month, uh, like the previous handheld console, that will be given away. You know, if you're a Patreon or a sub, you're, you're already in. And then, obviously, on the day in question, uh, you can if you throw us a hundred bits, we'll we'll put you in. You'll you'll get a ticket. You can have a chance. Um, I think it was what one in a one hundred chance last time, Paul. Ooh, well, shiny nickel. Just not yeah, hundred bits minimum, and you get a chance. No, no, yeah, what? Well, yeah, but everybody had a like a one in. It was there was over a one hundred entries, wasn't there? Like yeah, so yeah. It, it was one one hundred and three. Yeah. Yeah, so but you got a one in a one hundred chance of winning a console. So um, nice, right? Okay, let's do my five thousand first. Okay, let's okay. bring it up. Let's bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up and spend my five thousand crystals. Okay, here. And as he's bringing that up, Paul, who is your money on if you were a betting man? I, I say cup because we're giving away a cup for a cup. If somebody can prove. Through video, see our Discord for details. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to say, uh, 
Let, uh, who is it? A, Je a Jedi Consular. Exactly I think that's. Gonna say. I'm going to say that. Okay. Well, I can actually move. What I'll do is I'll move my camera. You're going to point it at the screen? And I'm going to point it at the screen. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going um, we're going Darth Cohen on this. All right. Darth Cohen style. We're going Darth Cohen what, style. What? Okay. Here we go. Who's he going to get? Here we go. Come and... on. Oh, yes. I'm happy with that. Nice. OG Kylo. OG Ooh, Kylo. Nice. nice. That is. Okay. That I'm happy with that. Terrible. I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's a snap. <laughs> yeah. That'll do nicely. That yeah. will do very nicely because I hadn't activated it. I mean, three thirty. So I already had. Let's see. So I've got three hundred and thirty. I've now got five hundred and thirty-five. So I I picked up two hundred. I already had two hundred and five. Two hundred five. Yeah. I already had two. I already had two hundred five on him. But I've been slow farming him from the cantina for like donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so uh no i no longer have to waste um yeah. guild currency farming him wonderful and i'm gonna get some some shard currency as well so uh yeah that's no, a big win Congrats, i'm happy man. with that that's a that's a big one for me that i'm happy with that brilliant right okay it's right. uh patreon's patreon's yep. patreon i got questions. the questions here okay first one from dr jojo what dr jojo what's the coolest drug-induced hallucination that you had paul uh, I would say Thaddeus guest hosting the podcast. This is all a dream, a fever dream. Once fully healed, what is the first thing you're biting into with your new chompers? Um, it, Mrs. Anthony was right, probably a Slim Jim, but maybe also some McDonald's chicken nuggets. Oh, <laughs> they'll, they'll be soft enough that it won't hurt. Uh, strawberry or blueberry parfaits. Strawberry. All right. Now, the rest of these are for you two. You ready? Awesome. Yes. Okay. Dickie Darkside asks, who wins? Thrawn versus Spock at chess. Spock. Thrawn. Boba Fett. Now, this is not at chess. This is actual fights. Boba Fett versus Batman. Um, I'm going to say Batman. I'm going to say Batman, too. I would agree. By the way, uh, my choice would be Spock. You're both wrong. Chewie versus The Thing. The Thing. Chewie. I'm going to have to go The Thing on this one. Luke versus Doctor Strange. Um, I'm going to go with Luke. Dr. Strange for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dr. Strange too. Dr. Afra versus Indiana Jones. Afra. Uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Dr. Afra has other people fight for her, Thad. I know. That's why she would win. No, she wouldn't. Indiana Jones <laughs> would just use that whip, <laughs> tie her up, beat the crap I... out of her. That's... That... That's uh, 
what do they call that? The rule of 37 or whatever, right there, Indiana Jones and Dr. Afra. Um, anyways, Han Solo versus the man with no name, Clint Eastwood at high noon. Yeah, I, I've got to go with Clint Eastwood on this one. I think I will too. I was going to go with Han Solo because he shoots first. Yeah, Hondo, but he'd have to draw and he'd get outdrawn. Hondo versus the Dread Pirate Roberts. Hondo. Oh, no. The Dread Pirate Roberts. Hondo, the the Hondo Dread Pirate is... Roberts would be killing him while Hondo's busy trying to talk his way out of it. Hondo <laughs> yeah. would be like, oh, no, no, no. You don't want to do that. The Dread Pirate Roberts literally would just pull his sword out and run him through. Yeah, he wouldn't. No, so, I, I disagree. What, what Hondo would do is he would convince the dread pirate roberts to be the dread pirate hondo and he would retire and it would just work out right he would create like a pyramid scheme of of dread pirate hondos where he's at the top okay vader versus dr doom vader vader ranko ranko rancor versus the demo gorgon rancor same. Uh, no, I'm going to go Demogorgon. Demogorgon. Demon of the Underworld. I can see Rancor is just a beast. All right. No. Zaz asks a very complicated question. Mm-hmm. Um, He wants a top 10. Uh, I'm going to say top three. You survive an extinction level event, meteor, zombies, etc. What are your top three? three things that you need to survive um i'm i'm gonna go with um i'm gonna go with uh a uh, uh i'm gonna go with um a firearm um and uh, with a, a firearm with an everlasting supply of rounds um and um an everlasting, uh, what is it? Um, uh, uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of a bunch of weed, <laughs> because that you 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 will be able to trade that stuff for medicinal purposes with anything else, and um, a uh, a big stash of gold, because gold lasts forever, and uh, you know when 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 civilization reestablishes itself. You're gonna be stinking rich because gold is always retains its value. So those are my three things: gold, firearms with rounds, and weed. So I this this entirely depends on the extinction level event, right? Uh, I'm gonna say rope because you never know when you're gonna need rope. Uh, a machete and and like food. Right, I mean, I think in it, Hellenic says food, water, and shelter. That's and that was going to be mine. <laughs> you can, you I can, mean, you can, you can make shelter. There's, there's always going to be shelter. Uh, food runs out, but if you can keep growing weed, you can constantly be trading that weed for food and uh, uh, a firearm. Because, um, yeah, uh, uh, if. Mm. if you you, 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 if real people are going to come after you, no, I take that, your stuff, and you're going to need to be able to ward them off. No, I, and a machete I 100%, isn't going to cut it. I 100% bring a, agree. You want to bring a machete to a gunfight? 
be my no, guest. No, you, you avoid the gunfight. That's the key. You avoid the gunfight. You stay on the move. The idea here is bullets and gunpowder run out. You need something sharp to stab people with, right? Yeah, but the person That's... you're pointing a gun at, if you have run out of rounds, doesn't know that you've run out of rounds. I, no, I get that. I get that. But when they come Mad at Max, you, you Mad Max had his had his double barrel. Um, in, uh, you know, in in Mad Max Two, it was never loaded. But the people that he was pointing at did not know that. Yeah, Nabokov fan says you need to learn how to make your own ammo. That's that's right there, right? Yeah, my brother-in-law does, so I'm safe. Yeah, I have I have a friend who kind of has an arsenal who can make his own ammo. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, but I mean, like I said, Boondock Saints rope. You never know when you're gonna need rope. You just always need it. All right. Who is the most cuddly character in the Star Wars universe? Wicket. Next, Rebo. Wicket. No. It's Wicket. No, Wicket, get, Wicket gets hungry. He eats you. Yeah, but he's still cuddly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that Babu Frick. <laughs> Who okay. would you most like to cuddle from the Star Wars universe? <laughs> it's my wife. Um, Slave Leia. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say Slave Leia. Um, no, no, because she was cuddling Jabba, and we saw how that ended up. Um, no, it's still worth it. I, no. Princess Leia, yeah. Slave Leia, every time. Yeah. Still worth and it. And what is the best song to cuddle to? These are all questions from J.J. Manders. Um, cut, good cuddling song. A good let's get song. it on now that's a let's get it on is a song you make love to not cuddle no it's that's my point who's who starts doing it without cuddling okay well One in that case i'd other. go with um my everything for uh, barry white i love uh, you always forever and uh oh oh and i will always love you mostly because i can hit them high notes and not 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 a fan of uh, not a fan. I'm a fan of Whitney's '80s stuff. Not a fan of Whitney's '90s stuff. That's when she was on all the coke, right? Uh, <laughs> the '90s Dad is when she was on all the coke. Yeah. <laughs> Daddyus, what do you have coming up? So um, tomorrow I'll be doing GAC. Uh, Sunday, uh, the Nev, myself, and if you're feeling up to it. We'll most likely be doing GAC and Talking Bad Batch, which I believe we are calling Breaking Banter. Bad Batch. Breaking Bad Batch. That's what we're calling it. Breaking Bad Batch. Um, I watched. I, so I got to work early today. I already watched episode two. I'll probably watch it again tomorrow. I didn't even know episode two was out yet. Yep. 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 I've lost track of days. I almost missed Echo. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I did as well. I, I, <laughs> I was I was literally I was up in bed this morning. I woke up this morning and I logged on just to, you know, get get my uh, get the stuff out of the store. And I clicked on events and I'm like, have I got Echo yet? <laughs> and I looked at it this morning and I was like, oh, crap. I've got four hours left. So and this was like eight o'clock this morning. So I quickly went through every single, all four of my accounts um, to get, uh, to get echo. So yeah, nearly missed echo. Jeez. 
That's crazy. All right. And Neil, what do you have coming up? Uh, well, um, I have a very, very busy weekend uh, ahead of me um, helping uh, clear a friend's house um, who is moving. So I will be doing, I won't be doing my GSE tomorrow. I'll be doing my GAC tonight, later Ooh. on this evening after the show. Um, uh, probably, I mean, I'll, I'll be able to leave my, my third round until um, uh, Monday around midday. Uh, we'll see. Uh, probably going to leave that until Monday midday. But apart from that, I'll be uh, putting together the bits and pieces needed for uh, the uh, the latest episode of GA Center, and I'll be sitting down and doing a review of the um, the handheld console that we'll be giving away on the show later this month, the uh, Pocket Go S30, which plays N64 and Dreamcast games. Yeah. Well, I'll be taking the weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> With what? good reason. Why? Um, but uh, for those who are who are uh, ultra geeky, like I am, uh, the MST3K um, reboot, the Kickstarter just hit thirteen episode goal. So congratulations, Joel Hudson. <laughs> awesome. So I'm thinking we're going to raid E-Grace. Okay, okay. I still cannot say the letter G correctly. <laughs> so Okay. All right. So who's going to tell me to push the button? I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just uh, want to tell everybody, be nice to each other, damn it. And remember to smile. And stay nerdy. Why am I looking at the, the microphone? To toughen our folks. Push it. Push it. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuit! Evacuate the suit! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog.